0: Just reading Oh
1: Us pray. Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious redeemer, our friend. You are the one that we praise, you are the one that we adore. You give us healing and grace. Our hearts always belong to you. Father divine, the time has come. I ask of Thee to humble me. I ask of Thee to hide me, hide me behind the precious blood of Jesus. I ask of Thee to touch my lips, that I may speak Your words. At the end of our service today, Lord, not I, but You, be glorified. Amen. If you would like, and if you are physically able, can you stand with me as we read the Bible text? John chapter 8, verses 4 to 8. John chapter 8, verses 4 to 8 says, They say unto him, Master, this woman was taking her daughter in the very arts." Now Moses in the law commanded us that such will be stoned. But what do you say? Or what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus took down, and with his finger wrote on the ground, as though he had them not. So when they had continued asking him, He he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Amen. Let's be seated. From where we read, you agree with me that that story had so many components. One, we saw the Pharisees and the Sadducees; the scribes. Secondly, we saw the adulteress or the, adult, the adulterous woman. Thirdly, we saw Jesus Christ, and also we had the word caught in the earth, and also the Lord of Moses. So I want to ask, first of all, I say fraud and a fraud Christian. A fraud is a person intended to deceive others, typically by unjustifiable claiming or being credited with accomplishments that he does not deserve. An imposter, a fake and sharp, a pretender, a masquerader, a swindler, a quack, a crook. That's what fraud means. So now, the question is: Am I a fraud Christian? And the front, like pipefunders, when they are doing the drill, they say they command you, pipefunder. Front and center means come to the front and take over command. Come to the front and take a leadership. A front is someone who takes leadership. In the church, in the ministry, who is even a church member? So now, are you a front and a fraud Christian and Adventist? You help me answer that question. Adultery is a voluntary sexual intercourse between a married person and another outside his or her spouse. The Bible says, the seventh commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery. Now, you can see, when you go to Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10, Moses commanded, says, If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, or the wife of his neighbor, both the daughter and the adulteress are to put to death. Which means adultery has capital punishment. It is serious before God. Let's continue. The scribes and the Pharisees, the scribes are this, like the secretaries, the keepers of the law. They know everything that concerns the law of God from A to Z. In fact, they added more laws so that people can keep the law of God. So they know it front and back. And Pharisees are those that believe that Jesus' resurrection but still they do traditional things. All those traditional things, they do those stuff. The friends. and when you look at them in the church setting, there are the elders that sit at the right side when you go to our churches in Nigeria. You see the elders have your space, not like here we mixed up. There they have the space where elders will sit. If you're not an elder, you don't go there to sit. So, these are people like the Pharisees and the scribes. But unfortunately, now Jesus, for 30 good years, he was quiet when he was born. He was quiet without doing anything, just trying to fortify himself. But the last three and a half years, That was when he started his ministry. And my Bible tells me that in the night, he will go to Mount Olive and pray and fortify himself. In the morning, he come up from Mount Olive and step into the sanctuary to teach the word of God. That has been his routine. Night, he goes to the mountain to pray Mount Olive. There he comes out and stands in the sanctuary and teach. So on this day he has finished his routine. When you look at verse seven of John, you will bear with me that the Pharisees and the Sadducees they have planned to kill Jesus. They planned to arrest him, but when the army got to see Jesus and see how he was speaking with power, they could not arrest him. They went back and reported to them, we can't do this. This man is so powerful. That's in verse 7. seven. Then in verse 8, they now planned another way to get him so that they can arrest him and crucify him. And that's verse 8 where we read. We saw that Jesus just finished. He stepped to the sanctuary that day. As his custom, he was busy teaching people around him about his gospel. As he was doing so, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were nowhere to be found. These are supposed to be the leaders of the church. And Jesus is in the temple preaching and teaching a lot of people. But those are supposed to help him are nowhere to be found. Where were they? Where were they? They were there on the streets. They were there on the streets. Checking bedrooms to see who is committing adultery. They were in people's bedrooms spying when Jesus was still in the temple preaching and teaching. When the church is going on here, where are you? Are you in the basement cooking? We're supposed to be here listening to the word of God. These people, we thought they are on the streets. Maybe they've gone to do evangelism. They've gone to visit the homeless. They've gone to, maybe to preach about the gospel of Jesus. No, no, no. They were busy going to people's rooms, spying who and who are committing adultery. Finally, they got one. They got this woman. They said they caught her in adultery, I assume. They dragged her half naked. Half naked on the street publicly to see Jesus Christ. But remember, the Bible says, the adulterer which is the man the adulteress. both of them should be stoned to death so where is the man where is that man because the man is the, the major person there where is he you just choose, took this lady this woman and left this woman, the man could it be that they are selective in their judgment could it be that one of them could be the man could it be they are trying to cover up or the name of trying to get Jesus Christ? Now on the street of Jerusalem, because the Bible says you must stone them to death, all of them continue to grab their rocks. Rocks to stone this woman to death. As they go to Jesus, they interrupted the message. Just like as we're having a message here, someone walked in and interrupted what we're doing. To the point that those that have come to listen to Christ all ran away. Then the question is, we call this one adultery. our the Bible says, Moses said we should stone him, stone her to death. What do you say? Jesus pretending as if he doesn't know what they are saying. They repeated and repeatedly, and the next thing you heard was Jesus wrote something on the floor. I don't know what it is. My spirit tells me perhaps he was writing at the church in Zenwa. He committed adultery the other day. Adobe, he came to church late today. Brother this is your sin. So maybe he listed all the sins before them. That they will see that not only adultery is not the only sin. There are many sins. There are many sins. Breaking the Sabbath. Compromising. Jesus wrote everything on the floor. And when they looked at it, What was uh, the sound of a rock? Every one of them dropping their rocks. The sound of a rock. rock could be devastating, could be damaging. That's how they are dropping those rocks. How I wish they are dropping the rocks of fornication the rock of favoritism the rock of breaking the sabbath how wish they are dropping those rocks this woman was hearing this sound of the rock they are dropping she could have oh this rocks would have been on me, I would have been a dead person. Because we can have enough of them carrying these heavy rocks, dropping them on the floor, would have been on my body, I would have been a dead person. Rocks could be damaging. Ross could be damaging. I remember when I was uh, in technical college, we were in a department, I was in the electrical department, all of a sudden, there was a gunshot. All of us would run out. And getting there, we saw a gate man. He is a dumb gate man. He can see, but he can't speak. So when he got, we saw him. He was on the floor with one man. He, he dragged the man to the floor. So we thought maybe we had thief, thieves in the school. To the point that those, we saw a vehicle, the four doors were wide open. All of us were rushed to that scene. And getting there, we saw that they they shot the gate get man on the laps, but he couldn't let go the person he grabbed. The other three ran away. So when we prayed for that, we discovered that there were SS people, the security service people, that... The, the government sent to a principal to ask him to come to a worry. But they came in around instead of introducing themselves, they tried to do it forcefully. But the principal offered some resistance, and this man was there, the gate man. So when he saw what was going on, he couldn't let them take his principal out. So he dragged this man. So when he dragged him down with the wound, the student came around. We have a block laying department. We went there. People went there and grabbed rocks and stoned that man to death. And stoned him to death. Then we didn't know that other folks, they've gone to the local government to report. They are SS people. So finally, they came back to the school. They do massive arrests, mass arrests. So all of us, we ran away. We went through the bush and ran. But they caught some of the students and some of the teachers. They were detained the for two years. They were in prison for two years. And not only that, no school for us for six months. So rocks have devastating effect. It has damaging effect. And that was why this woman, looking at that, and saw what Jesus has saved him from, saved her from. All she could say is rock of ages, clear for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from the river's side which flow. Rock of ages, clear for me. Let me hide. She wants to hide herself Jesus. Let
0: the water and the blood from thy rhythm side which flowed be of sin. So much
1: like verse 3, it's not in SDH. Verse 3 of that song is not in SDH. It says, yeah. Not in it, my yeah. hands I, I bring, bring, simply bring to, bring the to the cross I, I clean. clean, naked,
0: naked.
1: That was the song. I assume this woman was singing to Jesus after hearing the sounds of the rocks. But the funny thing is, when Jesus convicted these people of their sins, they would have asked God for forgiveness. But they dropped the stones and left. But this woman, having heard the sound of the rocks, the rock of ages to cleanse her from her sin friends i don't know the type of rock you are carrying is it the rock of tribalism is it the rock of hypocrisy is it the rock that today you come to church you act as if you are a saint but when you go home, you are a separate person altogether. Is it the one that you come to church? You remove all the earrings and jewelries. And when you step out from this church, you put them back. Who are you fooling who? You might as well come to it with church. Stop fooling yourself. Which rock are you holding? the rock of backbiting, the rock of gossiping. I want to tell us today, saints have no business carrying rocks, saints you have no business carrying rocks, just like what Jesus told to Peter. On that guess many day when Jesus was about to be arrested, Peter quickly took out a sword and cut off somebody's ear. Jesus said, No. My followers have no business carrying swords. Drop the sword. Drop the rocks. And let's ask God for forgiveness. Just like the woman caught in the earth was asking. The other thing I want to say is forgi- adultery, like the Bible says, you will need two witnesses. Two. To prove that you are caught in the act. You need two. And those two will be able to testify. That you are caught in a compromising situation. Not just I hear I say. or oh, I saw them walking to the hotel. You must see them. In that compromising situation. Before you confess. I say okay I saw them. So Jesus said. Let he. Who has no sin be the first to throw that stone. Jesus is not supporting adultery. Let's get that right. But Jesus saw the hypocrisy in them. In those Pharisees, those religious leaders, the far right end leaders, Christ saw the hypocrisy in them. Sinners cannot condemn sinners. You are doing this, even though your sins are not the same, sin is sin. So what Jesus was trying to say is Jesus told them privately that you all are sinners but to this woman they brought her publicly telling her you are an adulter- adulteress. Jesus dealt with them one-on-one and they left but they wanted Jesus to deal with this woman publicly. Sometimes we act like that. Sometimes we receive blessings from God, and we are praying that God should not bless the other person. Sometimes we receive forgiveness from God. We say, God, don't forgive this person. Sometimes we receive pardon or compassion from God. Rather, we say, God, don't, com- don't show compassion. Our prayer should be, Lord, you're forgiving me. Please forgive my, brother, but I'm, I'm, my, my next brother. Lord, I receive mercy from you. Please show mercy to the next brother. That should be our point of prayer. So this woman was there alive, asking Rock of Edges to cleanse, him from, cleanse her from all sins. Jesus, when you stood and walked to her one-on-one, she asked her, where are those that wanted to stone you to death? Where are those that are accusing you? She said, there are no here, my Lord, that they've all gone away. Jesus asked her, has no one condemned you? She said, no one, sir. Here's what Jesus said. Jesus first house set up. He questioned her woman. "Where are they?" Jesus forgave her because he said neither do I condemn you?" Jesus treated her with dignity and compassion, unlike the Pharisees and the scribes. Jesus treated her sin with total honesty, one-on-one, and told her, go and sin no more. She never denied her guilt. But Jesus protected her from being stoned to death. Jesus showed compassion. Jesus showed no, no condemnation. And that is why well, we read the Bible reading, John 3, 16 and 17. says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, begotten son, that whosoever believes, should not perish. I like verse 17. I like verse 17. We don't say it here, but I like verse 17. It says, For God sent not his son into the world to do what? Amen. To condemn the world, but to what? Through him might be saved. Jesus said, daughter, I did not come here to condemn you. I know you have sinned, I know you've committed that sin but go. I've forgiven you, but sin no more. Today, we are getting the same message. No matter the kind of rocks we are hold, holding, drop the rock. Drop that stone. For sense, have no reason. No business carrying stones. Drop that sword. Show compassion. Show love. Show no condemnation. The Pharisees tried. They brought law. The Moses said. Commanded us. And Jesus was like. You are telling the living word What the written word said. I am the living world, and you are quoting the written word for me. It's just like me telling the Attorney General of the United States, um, Article 5, Section This says this. Do you know, do you know it, sir? They were quoting but Jesus told them. Show compassion. Show no condemnation. Where there is law, use grace. And finally, this woman received forgiveness and she went home forgiving and being a changed person. Neither do I condemn you. A songwriter says, stand up, stand up for Jesus. The strife will not be long. This day the noise of battle the nurse the victor's son to put him that overcometh a crown of life shall be he with the king of glory shall reign internally drop the rock are you a fraud and a front christian amen
2: we are very very thankful for the privilege that we have to congregate before you we thank you lord for the blessings of the sabbath day we thank you lord for the message that you have sent through your manservant reminding us that it is not in our place to condemn but to encourage and to support. We thank you, O Lord, because you are not man. We thank you, O Lord, because in spite of our imperfections, you have not cast us away. We take nothing for granted. It is not our doing, it is not our goodness that has made possible for us to be able to even approach your throne of grace. Lord, please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. We will be departing from here shortly we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord, that we will not depart from your presence. That wherever we go the rest of this Sabbath day, that you will go with us. And as you go with us, that these words that have dropped on our ears would continue to convict us so that in all of our actions, in our utterances, in our behaviors, that we will remember that you have not made us judges over others. Help us, O Lord, so that we will all understand that we are sinners and are in need of your forgiveness. Have mercy upon your people. Thank you, Lord, because we believe that you have heard us. And we want to commit even into your care the man servant that you have so wonderfully used on this day i pray in the name of jesus christ that you will continue to bless him that you will replenish the strength that he used to bring your words to our hearing i pray that your blessings shall not depart from his house Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers because we have asked in Jesus' name.